Previously on Very Random Encounters. Feels like that's why this was the last god left. Before, you know, like, it was the trickster god that was, like, hiding out, maybe playing both sides against the middle kind of thing, and... Motherfucker thought he had a scheme. Yeah. <laughs> the key to where they are. They're trapped, don't you understand? The gods. Zariel kind of, like, holds her temples like she's got a headache from thinking about this uh, particular particular vein of thought that she has a hard time focusing on. I think Norvod and Dagon know each other. I think we have a complicated relationship. You're about to get blasted. And I just, like, full-body tackle Norvod to get him out of the way. Not everyone is destined for greatness. These are their stories. good ideas based on that last scene <laughs> right hand there's so much fire references <laughs> the right hand of solomon ash spidering stress fractures come on what is <laughs> well, what's happening it just means it just means um, no no no. i i understand what it means it's just like the wording is all fire and spiders <laughs> you know it's just it's just serious. it's like fish and birds man sometimes mm-hmm. it just comes together also People did write this game. <laughs> so it makes yeah, sense but that certain ideas come up. Well, well then also sure, fire is like very symbolically weighty. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, but uh, like, I don't know how many cards are in the Roll20 implementation, but there are like 500 cards. I don't think That's true. there could be that many fire references. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, there's this, this card. One of the cards is Unbroken Mold. Return to Tradition, yep. a perfect duplicate. To replace instead of repair. So I think, yeah, that fungal layer that you keep hitting, your name is Anamiki. Anamiki. My character, Leana, I think has just been secretly trying to maybe was the person like this was the person who got it right once because she has some of that residual divinity within her mycelium. She's probably been able to do the kind of um god imitation before briefly and she's trying to find that luck again but but hasn't quite like uh she doesn't know what part she's missing now to be able to recreate it uh, and that's kind of the state she's in when animiki comes to her um how do you how do you seek me out i think what happens is animiki is in the forest and has buried out of the jars like the parts that i know are god parts and I think that is like, oh, that's some of the missing pieces I need to be able to do this. Uh, sorry, say that again. Where are you getting these? You're getting these from? So these are the god parts that I took from the body and fled. So I'm taking them out of their things and I'm burying them in oh, the ground okay. in hopes to attract that that thing that I think is no longer just fungus. The way Liana works, I think like the fruiting part that is a humanoid fungus that you know li- probably lives in a cave somewhere doesn't even realize it but her 
greater self, the mycelium, has already noticed those god parts uh, nearby and has started... Uh, it, it doesn't take long for the mycelium just to wrap around and colonize uh, the items that you've buried. When you dig them up, you notice that not only has the mycelium colonized the, this new substrate you've given it, it's also, in its spreading out, it has written script in, like, the the ancient tongue has been written out by the mycelium on the surface of the object when you dig them out, and it, like, says the location of where to meet me. Yeah. With that, I definitely head there, and I'm going to play my poppy flute, uh, command your audience with a kind word. Mmm. So what do I see when I get there? Good question. Let me look at my my desi- my desire is for endurance hunters. So I think you're kind of exactly what I'm looking for, Animiki. Mhm. Uh so in that sense I think like now that the mycelium has had a chance to uh, get itself acquainted with uh, the type of stuff in your uh, th- that you have on you. When you get there, Liana is is like already expecting you, and you. She just looks like a, a human. Although you do notice that when she walks, she always has. She you will never see her jumping. There is always some part right. of her that is always grounded, and the ground of her. It, she lives uh, like in a cave with a a dirt under. Uh, cliff overhang. It's like cut into a cliff. So the the ground of her cave is actually soil, um, and she's always there's always part of her that's that's touching it as as she walks through her home. But yeah, you, you come into this kind of um, it looks pretty Spartan. Like she doesn't have mm-hmm. a lot of decorations up. Pretty small, but there is a teapot on, and you just hear a voice from uh like from the kitchen and uh she says yes yes uh, sorry i'm late i've almost the tea uh is is on i'm almost done with it um uh. and she hurries into the room and like the the water is spilling a bit <laughs> damn it uh but she she does get two uh two cups set out i'm so bad with guests um uh, sorry i'm supposed when- to be mysterious uh yes i've been expecting you <laughs> one i want to thank you for taking a form that I would be familiar with. I now know that we've overlooked in our own hubris. We never understood what you all actually were. And you sound so much like them. I thank you for letting me come to your house or home, or this is probably more your world than mine, I suppose. You're very welcome. And any any um, semblance in my speech of um, of the great tongue is uh, it's like an exchange student coming back and saying they've caught the accent. It, it's it's nothing like the real thing. Let me tell you, um, uh, I miss hearing it. It's the closest I've come. I can hear them. You know, I they're you hear them too. Yes, I do now. Wonderful, wonderful. Where did you find all of this, by the way? And she's, like, talking about your god parts. Unfortunately, (laughs) the remains came to shore, and I took what I felt was vital to find the others 
uh, and fled before they could burn it all. I'm trying to find a name for our uh, god here. So she. I put reference. one in. I randomly rolled one. It's in the chat. That name is Igorin. Yep. It's so it's true. Igorin's gone. Then it's I. Ah, it was always a little out of my reach being underwater. It's 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 an area I am not too familiar with. But it's I'm sad to see it go. It was ah, not a close friend, but um. It was great at parties, I'll say. I mean, we've, we've, I guess, all heard the stories. <laughs> I'm assuming a lot of them are more true than parable. Oh, well, <laughs> the details are all wrong, but the, mm, the gist of it's true. I'll tell you that. Uh, let me, you, you've already shown me what you've found. Do you mind if I... Uh, you've shown me yours. Can I show you mine? <laughs> Please do. I I'm desperate to find a way to save us. Cool. Them. Let me find the right card here. I had one that worked for this. I'm playing the card Cursed Sword. Um, it's towards my desire. My desire is um, uh, Walkers, which says, um, endurance hunters, steady pursuers, and tireless trackers. That's uh, I guess the crew that I'm trying to build is kind of how I'm interpreting it. And I'm playing the card Cursed Sword, a voracious blade, double-edged, uh, glittering red with an unqu- unquenchable thirst. And I'm taking it quite literally. So she says, uh, come into the back. I've, um, I keep it locked up because I don't like to touch the thing. And she walks you back and she, yeah, there's like a... I think like a wooden clockwork equivalent of like a a safe dial lock that she puts in as like the first safety mechanism. And the second is some fungal thing that you don't understand. She puts her finger in some receptacle receptacle that communicates to her mycelium underground. And it um, it, uh, undoes the lock on, on this. Yeah, I guess you like a lockbox, sort of like where where you might lock away like a weapon if you didn't want it out in your house, because that's what it is. She takes out this the sword that was left over of one of the gods, and she says, "Don't touch the red. Um, I made that mistake, and I'm frankly still recovering from it. But this is, you know, this I was able to do it once. I was able to to." Get the god thing working once. This is all that's left from my success. I was able to get a weapon back, but I'm afraid I'm not... I'm not skilled at the blade, and I need strong hands for what's to come. Can you wield this? I would be honored to be your knight. And, like, instinctively grabs the sword. (laughs) Uh, she, like... Pulls it back for a second and says, sorry, no, not so quick. And she runs you through. There's like a ceremonial knighting that needs to happen. <laughs> so she like, she takes the blade first. Um, and it's not even in her like fruiting body hand. It's um, her fungal network carries the sword. And yeah, like, like a queen would when knighting someone, uh, the sword is lifted uh, above your head and, and the blade just like lightly touches the top of it. The mycelium again then guides it to where a sheath 
would be if you were wearing one for that sword and a, a mushroom fruit uh, grows. So the sheath for your for your cursed sword is is connected to me because it's made of my fungal stuff. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is great. I didn't want to touch that at all. So I'm glad that I've been able to uh, foist it off on you. Um, but <laughs> wouldn't want to be you right now. Um, D, uh, we're gonna need more people for this. Oh, I have more people. Love the card art on Polaris. Very striking. Polaris says an immutable fact, an immovable object. Unicorn, the other card, says beautiful and territorial, horn dripping with poacher's blood. Unicorn? Yeah, so given the immutable fact and given final card, I think the immutable fact is that the spider has to exist in some form to make <laughs> to keep some sort of balance and we are discovering that like going in to kill this thing is like wait that's gonna f totally fuck everything up so i think the immutable fact is like we cannot if we kill the spider it has to be replaced along for the mm -hmm. mm, right yeah i think so to add on to that i think that I mean, the spider is dead, right? Or the not the spider. The the spider tangling the gods is dead. The trickster spider is already dead. Um, maybe that's true of all of the gods, right? And so it could be some sort of like catalyst for Zariel. Mm -hmm. um, oh my god, you guys! Like the, completing the reincarnation kind yeah. of thing as the trickster god. Does Zariel have to become? Oh yeah, some form of god. But Norvod and Dega have to become like the spider and the oh like are, the, like if we kill the spider that Nor Norvod and and Dega would become like the restraints the on the spider gods. and the web together somehow Ooh, like I do like that. So I have Phoenix wine. This is what. So let me just. Let me just propose this and we'll see how it goes. But Phoenix Wine says uh, on the other side, doop -a, doop, a single fiery feather poisons the supply and turns the sea to glass. I really think that Norvod sees that this awful creature washed up. It's a spider, which is the bad stuff. Um, and so they want to boil the ocean for real, like. Nothing good's nothing good's coming from there, and and I is yeah. what Norvod thinks, and maybe in doing so, mm -hmm. 
you I unleash. think definitely both things can be true. Like that's oh, yeah. what Norvod wants to do, and then but some some in in all of this somehow the ending is Dega and Norvod are the yeah okay. Yeah. So I have something for that too. I think boiling the oceans that maybe is what what specifically uh, makes Zariel like remember what what she was supposed to be. Yeah. And so we I have this card Siren a strangled scream. A klaxon wailing in the fog, a message mm. scrawled in blood, and it's like maybe there's some sort of confrontation where she's trying to get him to not do that. Okay. Yeah, and I think my card I'm using fortune, which is hesitation, is is I go in to be like, I'm gonna kill all y'all, but like hesitate because I, I again everything we've thought about has been wrong up to this part. <laughs> so Ooh. like I think I'm there with the sword. And like have found the way to get to the gods. And I'm like, I'm going to go. That's it. I'm, I have my duty. I'm off to kill. And then it's like, wait. I love that. <laughs> Find us on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or email us at hi at VRE.show. If you want to help us out, you can rate and review the show or tell a friend about us. Or you could buy our book at bit.ly forward slash random book with a capital R and B. All the links we mentioned, our other projects, and more can be found at our website, vre.show. We're entirely fan-funded, so if you'd like to keep the show going and get monthly bonus content, head to patreon.com slash vre. I am Lady Tabletop on pretty much all the social media I have, which is Tumblr and Itch.io. Uh, coffee if you're feeling frisky i publish games under that name and also with my small press hope punk press and um as we mentioned at the top of the show i host alone at the table on the moonshot network which is a podcast where i play solo rpgs and games and i invite listeners to come along for the experience See you next week, everybody, and enjoy this clip of my cat knocking everything over.